Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much, as always, for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, all the same, it is greatly, greatly appreciated, and thank you, as always. In this episode, we're going to be diving into playing the latest film starring Gerard Butler, and across him is Mike Coulter. I'm going to keep it spoiler-free, of course, but I will say this, that if you've seen the trailer for this film you kind of know what to expect. It's It does exactly what it says on the tin, you know. There's, there, in fairness, I did leave the cinema with, like, kind of two points in mind, which was I actually don't mind Gerard Butler's, you know, material. And not, not that I have any, like, negative views or points of view of his work. I've seen plenty of his stuff, but at the same time, I've never been in a rush to see it. But it's been a while since I have seen something with him in, I think. This could be the first from a couple of years. But he, all that aside... I was like, you know what? Fair play, I really did enjoy him in that film. Second point was, I really miss Luke Cage. Like, I would love it if we've somehow got the Luke Cage show back or if he just appeared in the end. It's just something. It just really, really did make me miss that character. But other than that, this is just your bang average action film. What can I say? It's like I've seen a lot of people online as well, like reviews and why saying it leans towards a lot of, like, 90s and homage in that front. And, yeah, I can see it to an extent. There's, There's the 90s, like, kind of one-liners or like just cliche lines just kind of stuff thrown in there you've got the setting i guess of the good guys in in one particular area having a really bad time and then you know their bosses or whoever in like big board meeting rooms or whatever trying to sort it all out you've got all that ticking these boxes and such but i don't know like I, i just i couldn't help but think that if people if we're comparing it to that i mean maybe it is paying homage but definitely without a shadow of a doubt the 90s did it better you know what i mean like and the thing as well is is i'm not going to come in all guns blazing, sticking the boot in on this film, saying it was absolute garbage or whatever. At the end of the day, it did its job, and there are going to be so many people that will watch this film and enjoy it a lot more than what I did, obviously, but definitely, definitely dig this film. It's just switch your mind off and enjoy an absolute thrill ride in some extent anyways. It's not as, like, thriller-esque or whatever. There's suspense that's in there, I would say, in the first 30 minutes or so. For me, anyways, I was like, oof, this is quite good, actually. But then it kind of teetered off as the action went on. It gets, it just gets too elaborate in a way, maybe, and just, just sometimes, I don't know, less is more, as I always or frequently say. But still, it has some good action moments in there. The story's K, but here we are, talking about playing on this podcast, and I would say thank you so much as always for clicking on. Before we do dive into it, of course, do jump onto the socials and search Joe Blogs About Films. I think it's just Facebook and Instagram that I've got at the minute. Give us a like and a follow on there. You'll be seeing everything and everything that's happening with the podcast right there. Alternatively, hit notification on Spotify, Apple, Google, all that jazz, whatever it is that you listen to this podcast from. You'll be notified when the new episode is uploaded. Please do as well leave us a review because that would be absolutely grand. Really would appreciate that. So here we go then. Plain. Captain Brody Torrance pilots a passenger plane with a convicted murderer on board. When lightning strikes the jet, it crash lands on a remote island in the Philippines. But Brody's problems have only just begun when he comes up against an even more perilous threat, militant separatists. It's kind of like what, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with this kind of stuff because I've not really, I've seen bits of London Has Fallen and I've, I've only, I didn't, I didn't check out Olympus Has Fallen. Again, it, the, this kind of fits in that category. It's not really pursuing my cup of tea. I just went to see this film because why not? You know, it's a, it was a preview show and thought, let's go check it out. And uh, yeah, it's one of those with you just expect, just expect a lot of gunfire, a lot of action in, in, in these kind of films. You know what I mean? And that's what we're here for, isn't it? Not necessarily the plot, which let's be honest, there's not really, it's a pretty straightforward one in this front, but we're here to see some actions. And, and for me personally, I want to see some like ingenious kills. And there were some, Good deaths, you know. What I mean, good, 
good kills, but I wouldn't say there was anything like outside the box per se or anything. There was a particular rifle that gets used towards the end of the film where you've got our like, you know, a hero's been protected by whoever, the the good guys with guns or whatnot, and they're like blasting these like rifles that like people hiding behind cars and they're going flying from here to wherever. I was like, yes. I'll take this. I'll take this a lot. But overall, I was, you know, a little bit underwhelmed in in that front. But like I say, he still did its job. You know, what I mean, it's you just switch your mind off and you enjoy what you see. You take what you get. And like for me personally, like I found that there was suspense in there, intention or whatever. But it was in that first thirty minutes or so when you know you've got this Captain Brody Torrance, who's a family man, who's in a rush to get back to get back to his daughter for New Year's and whatnot, making sure that he's not late. And obviously that's not going to happen because we know how these films go, kind of thing. But like this character that goes from really calm and collected, just wanting to get this shift done. And then it just transpires into just a nightmare for him. Obviously when he has to essentially make an emergency landing as I say somewhere in the Philippines, but I found all of that build up, like I said, with the storm and that, and yeah, the CGI in this film is not going to be absolutely up there with what we've seen or what's like avatar and whatnot. Is it? Let's be honest. It's got a limited budget. You'll notice it when you watch it, but at the same time, I'm not judging the film for it. That's just what they were given. You're fine with it when it comes to these films, aren't you? And the, when the CGI isn't, up to scratch but that aside like i say when the plane's going through hell in the sky and stuff and you think oh my god like if this i'd hate to be in this position and it just kind of just just escalates and escalates but that's where the suspense was for me like it's like will we well we know in a sense they're going to make the emergency land and everything's going to be fine but on top of that once you do that you've then got to deal with these like militant separatists and whatnot who were taking passengers hostage left right and so, you know what i mean it's there's other there's another side to it there's another it gets flipped it just feels like there was a good idea in this film but they decided to just throw action and explosions at it and that's and if they want to do that absolutely fine because as i say people paying money to watch this film that are fans of gerard butler and whatnot they're going to dig it you know what i mean we're going to enjoy it and we're going to come out and be like yeah that was fine it was what i was expecting from it. i'm not expecting oscar winning performances but you know i had a good time at the cinema Tick, tick, isn't it? Let's be honest. It was really great to say to see Mike Coulter feature in this film. I, I, I've, again, not really seen much of him post outside of Luke Cage and whatnot. So it was nice to see him, you know, just have this kind of like great chemistry with Butler. It was a little bit like strange that from going from like a, a convicted murderer and whatnot who was on this plane, like really, you know, kind of keeping himself to himself. And then with any chance he gets, he just picks up a gun and just there we go. We're off. And next thing you know, him and Gerard Butler are. Her best mates. I don't know. Like it just that was. I guess it's that thing again. Maybe that. Maybe that is the nineties side of it, where these two characters say they just get put together, and that's it. And 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 like I said, I'm I'm fine for that. I just wish that it was a little bit better than this. As I say, the nineties did it way better. But there there were some good moments in this film. Like there was some great like cinematography at times. In particular, like there's this fantastic like long take, or at least what looks like one take of a scuffle, struggle, fight between Jared Butler and one of the bad guys in this kind of abandoned warehouse, which. It's really great. Like, it's really raw and gritty and, like, you just, you know, characters are putting fingers on faces and really kind of going at it in that front. And it does feel like, you know, they've just gone at it, like, literally just held, like, they had a fallout before they went action and then they went off at each other. Like, it was really good. Like, I did enjoy that. And even before that, there's a fantastic tracking sequence where we see Jared Butler go into a room of this warehouse before he goes into the next room, but there's holes in the wall. And instead of the camera following into the room with him, we just track alongside this, down this corridor, peering in through the holes in the wall. I, I thought that was great. I thought it was really, really effective. I was like, oh, lovely shot, tick, tick. This is it. There's something to take out of it, at least. I'm not going to sit here, like I say, and just be like, ah, oh, it was absolute garbage, because it was, it, was, it was just like, a, just, it was all right. It just did fine. It was just what I expected, if I'm being honest. Like, that's, and that's, that'll do me. Daniela Pineda is in this as well, which I, I obviously, am familiar with, I've seen her in Jurassic World and, and, and so on, but, 
Like I, she, she really does like excel in any scene that she's in. That I've seen her in, whether the film's bang average or pretty great or whatever. Like she does really stand out, and it's a shame that, like I say, I'm not seeing her in. You know, I, I dare I air quote say better things or whatever. But I do think that there's something that she's got a great career ahead of her, and like I say I really want to see more of Daniela Pinier in this in in film, sorry, because she really does have a um, good uh, on screen presence. Um, weird kind of trivia, but my mind works in just crazy ways. But there's a character in this, this one of the flight passengers. Bear in mind the flight's only got fourteen people, and that's 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 another thing altogether. But yeah, I mean. It could have been worse in terms of like how many hostages could have been taken or how many people were on this actual flight or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it seemed a bit short on numbers, but that's fine. But there was one of the characters in there and I was standing for ages and I was like, I, where do I know this face from? And like I can see the little man inside my head, like flying through bloody filing cabinets of just like film database. In the end, I was like, it came to like, oh, it's the guy who's in the office that Jim and Pam go to at the daycare center that Jim walks into in the bathroom. I'm really sorry, listeners, if you don't watch The Office, because that's just a waste of trivia for you. But he's in it. The the, the obviously the, this teacher guy, at this nursery, he appears in this. I thought it was just kind of because obviously if you watch The Office now, it's almost like that's in like a um, you know like a locked time capsule and then it's like the people don't age and then you see them outside of it now and you're like oh god you have aged so sorry listeners i appreciate that's an absolute waste of trivia or waste of like me speaking if you've not watched the office but i i just it was just just a nice little cameo that i was like ah i'm gonna watch the office when i get in but yeah th this is the thing like i said with this film gerard butler is pretty great in it like i say he's fine it's just just gerard butler in these situations it is pretty crazy i see he's, he's kind of a like i say he's a family man he's a good guy but he's got a bit of a you know a bit of a dark streak in him somewhere like he's been what essentially like kind of demoted to kind of these lower i don't know lower class flights or whatever it is in the aeroplane aero world or whatever due to a, like an incident with a passenger before so there is kind of like a something in him that can snap and he become like a, a hard ass and such which you do see a lot and it's it's just it's just classic Jared Butler it's just nice that he has someone else to have good chemistry with in Mike Colter because I do think both of them work really well together there were some great kills in there as well but it's just overall could have been better but it's fine out of 10 I'll give it I'll give it five. Four 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 and a half, five out of ten. Which probably sounds really low, but it's just it's it's just one of those films, you know what I mean? Like it does its job, but it's not the best film. So take what you will from that. Anyways. I've rambled on far long enough now, but thank you so much for listening. If you've seen Plane, if you're a fan of Plane, get in touch. Let me know as well. As I say, I'll be posting details of this on the socials for this episode when it's up. But do get in touch and let me know what you think of Plane if you or when you see it. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very shortly, very soon, with more reviews, more episodes. Last of Us Episode 2 is due as well to be reviewed and popped on the podcast, so make sure you stick around for that if you're watching. If you're not watching The Last of Us, there's a recommendation for you because it's bloody fantastic. So yeah, thank you so much again for listening. Until the next episode, take care.